0: just a smidge just a smidge just a just a smidgen Aye. Dumbna? now we're going to talk with british accents the entire show what's her name nadia g nadia g This sounds like a rapper name it, it, it kind of is yeah all right dude i uh, for cereal gotta we gotta go yeah <laughs> these policies in many instances either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even temperate is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it is January 10th. 2013 and you were listening to episode number four of the sleeping with the elephant podcast where we put the you in color commentary with myself mr paul swickard and mr ryan murphy hello ryan hello how's it going i it's going good i still i'm really digging that intro
0: yeah i mean i,
1: I know i've said that before but you know what damn good job
0: yeah we had one good <laughs> canadian politician i'm just kidding we i'm sure we've had many but uh he was—I don't know—he's just so funny. The things he said, the things he said.
1: And he was not even like this was in the '70s, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I—I I, I think it was part of a speech where it wasn't like it was—he wasn't—he wasn't—he be, wasn't being serious. I suppose he was jokey, jokey. So, sure. Um, but I mean, he makes a very valid point, and judging by the laughter, I think the uh, room agrees with him. So
1: rock on. Mm-hmm. Well. This is a show
0: of a
1: a clash of cultures, if you will, with your – I am the resident American, American, and Mr. Ryan is a resident Canadian. Right, north of the wall. North of the wall, that's correct. Dude, how freaking cold is it over in your place right now?
0: Uh, It's – well, today it was actually above the freezing mark. I say that because if I were to say it's four degrees, you'd be like, holy crap, that's cold. It's like, well, no, I was – Walking around at uh, outside at lunch, and I was sweating in my winter jacket. So, dude, um, you have no idea. It's like it's like fifty here. Is that that sounds boiling? That sounds like my skin would melt. Like it's highest I've had here is thirty. But ever? Well, like Celsius. Oh. <laughs> Okay. All right. Ladies what do you up, measure you have, in? You
1: have hit the original Okay, this is exactly why we do the show. Um so you crazy Canadians apparently like using Celsius <laughs> no. and Americans like to keep the metric system down.
0: Aren't you guys switching over? No. Are you like the last guys to use that uh I think so. It's, I a, think it's so. a it's it's an no. antiquated system, right? Like it's old. Oh, my gosh. Like
1: your constitution. I can't believe. All right. All right. What? So if it was... Okay. So you're... So zero degrees Celsius, that
0: is what we're measuring? Right. It's like 30 degrees Fahrenheit, I think. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Live. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure it's 40. Zero degrees Celsius. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's 40. I don't know but, the calculation. It's like divide by... To add thirty, multiply by six, carry 32.
1: one. You're right. There, you were closer than I am. Thirty-two well, degrees. Well,
0: that's all I know. Like I, I only know that when it's zero in Celsius, it's thirty-two in Fahrenheit. After that, you got me.
1: So fifty, like around fifty, right now is ten
0: degrees Celsius. And you live in a state where there's no snow. That is correct, unless sir. there's a Christmas movie set in that state. If I've learned anything from TV and movies, it snows if it's a Christmas movie. I'm trying to think of which one it is. All right,
1: dude. <laughs>
0: Whatever. Ernest saves Christmas. I think that's the one. This is the show where we talk about politics. <laughs> what I thought today, our topic was Ernest. It, well, it can be. He's the uh, he's the uh, Canadian actor who plays an American. Jim Varney's great. Yeah. I love that guy. If there's one thing we can agree on on this podcast, it's Jim Varney. Absolutely. May he rest in peace.
1: Exactly. So I saw you put a note here. You want to talk about Lincoln first? Yeah. Speaking of right. movies. Yeah. Well, okay. You watched an Ameri- a movie about the Americans, about like the Civil War, and this was obviously Lincoln. So talk to me. What's What's going on with Lincoln?
0: Well, you know, I find – in all seriousness, I find American politics – uh or er, sorry history fascinating um right. and lincoln being one of the big four right like he's up you carved him into a mountain for god's sake
1: he uh, is a he is rather he's a staple he's in the up american there. in the american uh tradition
0: yeah so i mean uh, you know he's up there with the uh washington uh and uh, i don't know the other two but um I'm waiting for the, the sequel, or I guess it would be the prequel, which would be George Washington, right? But anyways, Lincoln, um, the movie's great. Uh, it was very long and slow. Uh, I think it put <laughs> Ashley to sleep, but I, I found right. it fascinating. Um, All right. It's just weird. Like This is a story I've never heard before, having been See, a
1: Canadian. Everybody... Yeah.
0: Everybody knows uh, this? So they know that they well, bought votes for this thing? Like- no,
1: like, I don't, uh, no, no. Okay. What uh, what they know is broad strokes. They know that Lincoln, what, you know, he was one of the driving forces behind the emancipation. And right. that was a bit, very big deal at the time, obviously. So they know broad strokes. They know that this happened. But, I mean, uh, y- you know, as as the movie portrays, and rightly, he had to do some, you know, not, I I don't know that I'd necessarily call it shady.
0: No, but he did but, it. Yeah,
1: but he had to he had to do some things that were you know on the line, close to the line a little bit in order to get what he felt needed to be done. So I mean, you can certainly understand a scenario where where somebody some Joe Schmo is it has the same logic about doing something horrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean he's – it's all for a good cause and I mean I didn't know that um, the way he was sneaking it into the whole politics system, the government, was by saying, oh, if we put this in there, the south will give up and come back and block it, right? That will be the driving force behind them surrendering, right? Sure. And I didn't – I don't know civil war enough to realize that – I guess they were – the North was winning at some point. So he basically like, this is history. I'm not really spoiling the movie. Stop me if I am. Cause I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is all made up, <laughs> or not. but I just, I found it interesting. And I was just learning so much about uh, a figure that you guys hold so highly. So yeah,
1: he's definitely one of the folks that people have in the highest regard.
0: And man, just racism. It's just oh, yeah. the stuff the, they, they do not, hold back and and uh oh dude they're you know and and i I, it's not it's it's weird it's not even funny no it's not it's like i know we're getting into the serious notion like but like yeah i'm just saying like that that stuff it it was it was kind of made me sick um but i mean the guy from pushing daisy i don't know if i'm going to be able to watch pushing daisies anymore because (laughs) he's kind of an ass (laughs) Well, okay, here's the thing. This is my impression of
1: things. I, I remember asking the question once, how do you think that uh, the Germans feel today about the um, World War II? Most Germans, right? And, right. You, you know, uh, with the obvi- obviously the big rise of Nazis in for the culmination of World War II, how, do you f- how would they feel about that? I have to imagine that they feel somewhat similar to what we do with regard to like uh, buying and owning people. Yeah. It's one of those black marks on history that you're like, "Eh, it wasn't so good.
0: You have to learn from history. And as long as you do not repeat (laughs) history where you can look back, which we do all the time because we're Americans and we (laughs) live
1: in the United States of amnesia.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. Boom, trademark. Did, I don't know. I've never heard that before. Did, did you steal that from a rap video or? <laughs> no, I didn't. I stole okay. that from like some documentary somewhere. Oh. <laughs> but okay, so you liked it. I it's did cool. like it. And, I, and and you know, I would uh, – yeah, I don't think you could ever do something like this uh, as like a Canadian version about ours. I don't think it's as – like we – most of the stuff we did that was awesome was uh, when we were like technically part of the British. Like we burned the White House at one point. I don't that that's the reason it's white. I don't know if you knew that. In the <laughs> War of eighteen twelve, or am I am I you know twisting the knife? Should I? I
1: techn- uh, you know what? No, let's <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah, I saw Lincoln. I li- I liked it too. It was just one of those things. It it helps to it, regardless of how much it of actu- it specifically was factually accurate, the general broad strokes is there and I think for most people it helps to solidify the idea of what went on.
0: Yeah, and hey, man, what a storyteller. Yeah, that Lincoln. <laughs> He – that's that's one of the things that I felt like that
1: movie was trying to do is they were just trying to give Daniel Day-Lewis some – as to monologue, tell him tell a story as Lincoln. Well, and it yeah. sounds like that's the kind of guy he was.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I mean there's – I'm not going to spoil it. It's one of my favorite moments in the movie. But there's like – after he's like he, – he the way he tells a story is he'll be having a conversation. Then he just goes silent and then he sits down and he goes – I'm going to tell you a story about something. And there's a scene uh, when it's like really tense and, and just the reaction that one of the politicians gives him when he starts to tell a story is priceless. And I I won't spoil it, but it's one of my favorite moments in the movie.
1: (laughs) Just a Uh, character
0: moment. All right. All right. Well, GG. Good job. Indeed. Wouldn't (laughs) that be
1: GJ? I don't know. I was, I was saying both not either or.
0: Oh, But all right. Moving on. Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, Ryan, I don't know if you know this, but the states have some economic troubles, the crises, right? I heard we're we're in debt. Basically, is the big problem. (laughs) A lot of lot of debt. when I say a lot of debt, I mean like, I think the latest number is like sixteen trillion, something like that. Yeah, it's it's big. It's more than I make. (laughs) China (laughs) owns you. And we recently had a quote-unquote fiscal cliff that people like to coin it as. And the fiscal cliff, for those of you not in the know, was essentially a point uh, at the turn of the year where two things were going to happen. One was the tax cuts of the Bush era were going to end, and um, there were supposed to be drastic cuts in spending. That was the deadline that uh, Congress had set for itself. And we kind of, you know, we kind of we kind of faked it and we kind of fixed it at the same time. But we're not going to get into that. What we are going to get into is one brilliant idea uh-huh. about how to help us out with this fiscal thing. So, Ryan, let me tell you a little something about currency, please. Okay. So the whole thing with currency now, I don't know. Again, don't know if you know this, but the whole thing with <laughs> – The whole thing is that I have a dollar, right? Yeah. The only reason that that thing is worth anything is because everybody says it does. That is worth something. It used to to be a gold standard, right? Like this equals so much gold. Mm -hmm. Now, not so much. It's just worth something because we say it's worth something. Right. Following so far. Okay. So what if we were to make – Something that was worth a trillion dollars, right? And give it to ourselves, mm-hmm. okay? And then we'd have a lot more money, huh? But, huh? See,
0: so what's the point in even it's having brilliant. a debt? Just say,
1: it's so great
0: I'm writing a check to myself for uh-huh. 16 trillion dollars, and it. now we don't have a debt. We Is that are basically
1: trillionaires, sir? Congratulations! Can I do published.
0: Oh, I have to be president to do that.
1: <laughs> Apparently, the United States government thinks he can. Like Weird. this is lit- This is literally. I'm. I'm pretty sure there was a Simpson episodes about this. Yeah. Like we're gonna, we're gonna have. We're gonna have this thing now. So here's the funny thing. Hmm. Is I don't know who originally came up with this idea, and I, I don't really think that it's. It got a lot higher than it should have, at least in terms of. Who actually entertained this stupid notion? <laughs> right. But I honestly don't I, I pray that this is not like actually gonna take place. Is I this really real? Don't. Is this happening? It is, it is a real idea. Oh, okay. So it, is not, not, so- it is not something. Well, it's <sighs> another thing that really bothers me about this is that people are sign kind of people are kind of like, well, the lawyers are saying that this seems to be correct. I'm like, and and so okay uh, just another little piece of information here we actually have laws about how high tenure can get legal tender the actual bills right we have laws about how high those things can be
0: right uh, how so how high can you go uh,
1: right so we can't have like you know a 1 trillion dollar bill for example right we don't have those laws for coins Oh my god. Which is why <laughs> which is why people are even considering this. And if you look at the law, if you look at the letter of the law, you are absolutely right. We don't put a number on how high those things can go. So what we're talking about is literally coming up with a, a, a you know, a symbol, a stamp, whatever, minting it, walking over to the treasury and putting it there. And saying this is it.
0: So <laughs> no <laughs> I, I just have a point here. Like, okay, the reason the law set only applies to bills is because it was probably written when all they had were bills, right? That,
1: well, maybe. Or no way. Like, it would have been or, I don't even think they thought I – I I think they kind of thought the way we think about it is that coins – nobody – the coins don't go up yeah, to – Two dollars and less. Right. They just don't. They never ha- – like I don't know that they ever have. They may have like in the States at some point. I'm not really sure in the but, olden days but they've always been smaller always mm. so i think it's kind of implied <laughs> that you shouldn't put coins that high but it's not explicit so the whole thing is the whole thing now is like well the lawyers are just kind of like this appears to be
0: illegal <laughs> china is gonna be so pissed <laughs> yeah. so okay does the coin have to be big like uh, that, good question.
1: I don't think so. Cuz we I, already
0: got you beat on that. We have a giant tuny in Camelford, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah, when we uh when we invented the tuny, uh the sequel to the looney, it? it's what a giant tuny. What's a tuny? Uh it's it's the Canadian. We're pretty cute when we name our our money. Like you got your well, I don't know. You call them nickels and dimes, right? That's pretty standard penny, but then you have your well, no, quarters the same too. It's basically just the Looney and toonie. We kind of gave them weird names. Okay. Okay, again. I don't Okay, understand what's the What a toonie? <laughs> a toonie is $2. Got it. It's All the right. one with a hole in it if you punch it's two metals. And if you punch the middle metal out, it stops being worth $2, but it becomes a necklace, gotcha. I suppose. So but you- yeah, there's a giant one in Camelford, probably the size of a a shack. I suppose. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's you guys are big. crazy. I don't think it's worth a trillion dollars. I, I think it might might be worth a couple toonies, but it's definitely not a trillion. Well,
1: you know, somebody rightly points out this is not like, even if we did do this, it still doesn't mean we're in the green. <laughs> We'd have to do this 15 more times to at least have a shot. How did you? I don't. I don't. This was discussed, dude. This was discussed in Punditry. This was discussed on Fox News. This was discussed everywhere. okay. No, no, no. I'm not – you know, whatever you think about Fox News. I'm not talking about Fox News. I don't think much about Fox News. Okay. (laughs) Just whatever. CNN. Every major news outlet brought this up. So – that's what I mean when it got further than it should have. And this idea – I know at one point was like actually proposed to – I, I really wish I could figure out who originally freaking proposed it. I uh. really do.
0: Well, I, the problem with money, for me, it it makes sense. And I think this is what this article is suggesting. Money makes sense until you get to the top of the ladder, till you get to the guy deciding how much things are worth and how money – like personally – the money I have is dictated by my employer and the bank, you know? And then when I spend it, it goes to another company. But when you get all the way to the top, like the prime minister or the president or something, who's saying like, how does, how do you, how do you know how much money the States has in comparison to say China? And and when you take loans from China, who's to say they aren't just printing more money? Like, why can't we print more money? Well, that puts you in more of a deficit right or inflation or inflation uh, this is deficit, why i'm not an accountant or uh, wall street person
1: the, no the reason the main reason why you don't do stuff like this is inflation it makes
0: oh. yeah it and makes things would, worth in, less
1: yes more. it would make every single dollar on the planet worth less like you, the the whole idea being is that if you had all of a sudden more money in circulation then you would have then everything, all the prices go up. Right. I'm learning
0: way too much from this show. Oh, sorry. Nah, that's fine. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. All I'm going to be thinking is giant coins chasing me. Well, rest assured,
1: rest assured that the, I, I am told that the white house has formally rejected said idea.
0: Ah, Yeah. I mean, focus <laughs> on getting rid of the metric system, then worry about the trillion dollar coin.
1: I can't believe you got, you gave me a degree in the metric system. That's hmm? hilarious. I can. Oh, God. I should have seen that coming, too. Wait, you guys are metric. No. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) What are the two systems again? We
1: keep the metric system down, sir. That is what we do. It's because
0: the British use it, right? So you guys don't want to use it because the British use it? Essentially, yes. Oh, my God. When are you guys going to let that go? (laughs) You won the war. The the British people have not been there for hundreds of years, except as tourists.
1: Because us colonials are crazy man forgive and forget (laughs) that's on like Canada's flag I think but dude you guys I could I could Ryan I could smack you in the face and then you'd forgive me like immediately I'm sure you had a good reason eh you would forgive me ahead of time you'd be like I I would say Ryan I'm gonna hit you and then you'd say Paul I forgive you (laughs) (laughs) I don't know let's (laughs) test that theory and see (laughs) if it works I'm gonna reach through the internet and grab you (laughs) 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 all right uh that was weird (laughs) we can cut that out (laughs) uh anyway uh so you got a story in here yeah i I, i'm curious what you your impression is about this whole thing
0: now this i can't take credit i I saw this on i think you were swearing at jocelyn about this because she had tweeted something uh there's a video of A U.S. citizen, CEO of a company called Tactical Response, who says he's going to start killing people if Obama enacts some sort of, like, take-your-guns-away policy. I'm
1: proud to be an American.
0: Yeah. This guy looks like he's from – where is he from? Texas? Oh, I don't know, dude. Oh, I'm glad I looked well, who, that up before where, I said Who is anything. this guy? Uh, sorry, CEO, the CEO of Tactical of Response,
1: which is what Tennessee? A, Where's that? Oh, he just trains people. Ten- Tennessee is a
0: state. Well, yeah, the question still stands. <laughs> where is Tennessee? It's in the mid. It's 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 in the east. Give me a mid- hard time. East. Where's New Brunswick, Paul? Come on. I, I don't know. Well, then, you what? know what? Here's our goal. For, for This time next year, we're going to memorize each other's maps so we don't have this problem again. You got it easier than I do. Damn it.
1: I'm wondering – I okay. He says – look. He said – first of all, he says he's the CEO of Tactical Response. Yeah, which right? is a
0: gun company that specializes in – training. training people. Training, yeah. Okay. Now, I want people to just merit in
1: on this for a little bit. Uh, could it be – Could is it possible that he is a CEO of one? That he is so they gave they gave him the credence of uh, you know the title of of CEO. I'm wondering
0: if it's just him that owns that place.
1: That dude saying no. I I imagine like our because you know think about it. Like hey hey, guess what. Uh, as the CEO of Sleeping with the Elephant, because, you know, I'm the American. Right. I, I, under my, I my <laughs> vast freaking authority, I say that we're going to start shooting people if they start taking away my guns.
0: It sort of seems like the opposite thing you should do.
1: You know? <laughs> no, It's really great. If isn't anything, it? if
0: you start shooting people, they're going to take more of your guns. Uh, uh, you, you would think that's the case. Yes. So I have a quick question for you. Like, sure. <laughs> this article sort of spins it off and doesn't focus on there's a company that specializes in training people in weapons and tactical skills. Like, uh, are they this like, is not uncommon. Are they like a karate dojo at your place? Like there's one on every oh, corner. Are you serious? Yeah. We no, have karate dude, dojos. Well, okay. There's like okay.
1: six of them in town. Well, okay. Here's the deal. No, it's not like a karate dojo. Do you have a lot of
0: karate dojos? Is that your thing? Well, I mean, like we don't have – we have like – okay, for every one gun range in a city, there's like 10 karate dojos.
1: All right. We do not have a whole lot of gun ranges in California. But in Tennessee, evidently, they do. In Tennessee, like the culture there is a lot different. See, When you talk about the south or you talk about states like Tennessee, like Kentucky – Like,
0: uh, yeah. Is there still a big divide between the north and the south in your country?
1: There are a lot of social remnants, yeah. Right. So, I mean, back to, if you want to swing back to Lincoln, there's a pretty clear, like, it bleeds over more than it has. But you can definitely, you definitely get the whole impression of, like, oh, okay, yeah, this is where the cotton fields used to be.
0: Fantastic. Hmm. Interesting. Well, eh, yeah. This is and and to his credit, he was smart enough to edit the video. But unfortunately, in the internet, um, uh, everything <laughs> that is permanent. Does not matter. <laughs> yeah. So the the actual original video is on this website. We'll have uh, linked in the notes. But uh, I wasn't able to find his edited version. But uh, yeah, this is pretty bad. This is okay. This is the worst thing you could do. This is probably as bad as what the NRA did. Yeah. You know, like I don't understand. Like, I think if you owned a gun, you'd be smart enough to defend your right to own a gun. But these guys are doing like the worst thing possible to defend the right that they should own a gun. Yeah, I don't I, understand uh, it.
1: As a Canadian, I, don't, I, don't, I really
0: don't understand it.
1: As a Californian, I don't understand it much either. Like, I know I work with at least one guy that I know of. I wish I should have actually like I should sit down and actually talk with him about it. And he works in Tennessee mostly. And I know he owns many firearms. I also know that it, he can't – like a lot of – many of them are illegal in California. Right. right. Based on all kinds of things, magazine size, whatever. And the it, the culture is just, just different. It's just – I mean I'm not, I'm not saying that this is a good idea. I'm just saying that I was not – I was never raised in a home with firearms, period. Like I, I've never fired a real gun. So I mean, it kind of throws that whole video games training people to kill out the window because I I freaking haven't fired a gun ever. So if I saw one and picked it up, I'm I'm I'd like to think I'm a fairly smart dude, so I could probably figure out how to fire it. But that doesn't make me good at it.
0: No, and I mean, yeah. Uh, again, I this is kind of like. This is where we, we're, we're sort of similar because I've never fired a gun, didn't grow up with guns. And, I mean, guns are not this, like, mystical creature that, like, frolics through the forest in Canada. I mean, it's quite the opposite. We use guns to shoot things that frolic through the forest. Like, hunting is, is a big part of Canadian society. That makes a lot of sense. You know? And, um, yeah. But well, I didn't grow up in a hunting. But I know my, my father's side of the family does a lot of hunting. So, but that's just it. Like. The guns are used for hunting. There's nobody, not many people own a gun for defense.
1: Well, in, okay, in now that that brings up an interesting point. So, what kind of guns are we talking
0: about? Like hunting rifles, hunting rifles, and right? Maybe shotguns for specific type of hunting. Although I, I'm not too sure, but I don't think I've 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 seen plenty of rifles, but I've never seen a handgun. Because if someone owns a handgun, it's either locked up in a case or it's in a police's host, police men's man's whatever holster you know it's not out i've never seen a gun in real life like a a handgun it's weird to think that have you ever seen a handgun before sure oh look at that sure i'm a handgun virgin i guess well i mean they
1: they changed i don't know there was a there was a moment not too long ago where like i you know i work in in or around los angeles and so there are big, fairly large metropolitan areas. And the times I've actually seen a gun out, like unholstered, is when an armored car uh, makes a transfer to a bank.
0: They actually have them out.
1: Yeah. Whoa. It, the
0: first time I saw that, it was it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Because like we have, I, I know what you're describing. Like we have armored trucks that deliver money to banks. I mean, my girlfriend works at a bank, so she, she'll she tell you, like, they don't care. I don't even think they carry guns. Oh, man. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't say that because now all the Americans, are like they don't have guns on their armored trucks? Well, I know where I'm hitting this. T- <laughs> Please refrain <laughs> from trying to steal money. But
1: then I have to, to live in
0: Canada. From... I'm pretty sure you it's could. It's
1: Canadian money.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a good point, I guess. I'm be able to spend it down. You guys take Canadian money for stuff? I'm sure we do, closer yeah. to the border. But, I mean, uh, this story, like, led to an even crazier story. Oh, do tell. Did you it. watch this video? Of which one? Uh here's Morgan? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: no, I read – I was reading about it in a different article earlier. But inform the good people.
0: I will. Um, this Alex Jones guy gave a pretty intense – pro-gun rant and and then right. again this just brings me back to my point like you can defend your use of guns in a civil and pretty reasonable way and, uh-huh. and i've seen that i've seen defenses of guns like that on the internet before it's not it's not something that can't be done but this guy and, and this is uh, we were talking pre-show about assassin's creed 3 he sounds like a character out of assassin's creed 3 <laughs> like one of the and, and okay. which, which for non-gamers is based in the uh uh American Revolution times when when you know the second amendment is that what it is second one's about second guns amendment. right yes. yeah the second amendment was pretty much written because of the American Revolution correct like we have the right to bear arms just in case the british come back yeah, that is most well
1: yes that was that was the reason that it was written yeah. is because you were we were concerned about the redcoats
0: yeah and and it's funny that this a very red-blooded American is actually talking to a British person and he just sits there and <laughs> listens to this and like, dude, I do not want to take your guns. But he just says like – the first part of this, like I'm here to tell you 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms.
1: <laughs> He's declaring war.
0: I know. Yes. And, and then he said at the end here he wraps up with no matter how much propaganda, the republic will rise again. Like – What are you talking about? this this guy seriously is crazy like he's going on about how there
1: i have heard a lot of alarmist type talk like that a lot of a lot of this eventually boils down to they're worried about like it, a lot of comparisons are made to uh hitler again because every single time we something comes up like this we have to compare ourselves to either communism or hitler Ugh. but yeah he the claim was is that hitler took our guns so then you know they're trying to disarm us, Ryan. They're trying to disarm us so that we won't put up a fight when the, when they try to oppress us. But you, that's the That is the thought.
0: But you guys have an army. The, they're not well, taking no, no, the no, army no.
1: guns, right? Yes, yes. You're absolutely right. We do have an army, but you're we're we're talking about a little bit different things. We're not talking about just invaders, right? Oh. We are talking about uh, like say. Like say they start oppressing like the U.S. actually starts oppressing their own people, which has happened. Yeah,
0: the,
1: that's what they're worried about. Well, that civil war, right? That's pretty well, much the civil war we're... and you know internment camps. That was a freaking disaster. You knew about
0: that, right? Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, well, we, I know World we, War II internment camps, like with the. I mean, they did that. We in locked Canada up a too. lot of
1: Japanese Americans because sure, yeah. they were Japanese. Yeah. I, there was That's a big it.
0: camp in British Columbia, I believe, but I could be wrong. I mean, I don't know. Oh, uh, really? I I'm, I think. I God, I I That's don't know. It's been so long since I've taken um, history, high school. Um, but yeah, this is crazy. And I, uh, the reason I brought this up is just it was because I was literally before we started recording, I was playing a scene where I was defending like a house from British. Invaders, like just kind of ordering <laughs> uh, ordering patriots to fire on the redcoats, and then I come over and watch this video, and I'm like, "This is uh two hundred years later, and they're still, you know, two fifty two hundred fifty years later, and there's he sounds exactly like that. I'm That's just, awesome. It's weird. It just weirded me out, man. And I know I, I I'm not I'm I'm gonna be serious here for a second. I know that this is a vocal minority, right? Sure. I mean, yes, yes. It okay, is. good. Jeez, oh, you hesitated there for a second, and I'm like, oh god, I was being serious. This is a I'm minority, right? I'd be more uh, worried if I was living in the states if there was uh, this was a majority. Um, yeah, th- th-
1: that goes to, more, or that more goes to the alarmist state of media. Mm. So if you have a very vocal minority they will portray it and they will give you, quote, you know, equal screen time to both sides of this, even though that's not necessarily indicative of what the overall population thinks.
0: Right. And I mean, yeah, like gun control, this whole thing about guns, like you could talk about it to the cows come home and oh, it's yeah. just unfortunate that, well, look at our show people content here. say some here. stupid things. Yeah. With- like both our stories are of crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I mean that's because it's funny. We're kind of poking fun and hopefully these people don't do what they're saying because then it stops being funny and and starts being very Dude, serious. Dude, way to bring that down. I know. I'm just sorry. I promised <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I promised we would be funny. But it's just it's weird like to think – do you think people would actually do something like follow up on what they're saying or are these people just crazy? I, I would uh, hope they're crazy. If given the opportunity,
1: I think they might. But they will never be given the opportunity. Yeah. And if they were, like what they're talking about is ridiculous. Like say say that dude really does start shooting people, which he won't. He's no. just being alarmist. He's just being a dick basically. Right. Uh, yeah, dude, Dude's going to get the chair that happens.
0: Oh, yeah. You, you guys know what still I mean? have that. Like he, oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Do you guys – oh. We got, of, topic. we got
0: rid of – We got rid of – what is it? Corporal punishment? Yeah, yeah, we don't have that anymore, and I'm pretty sure it was lethal injection when we did have it. We kill a lot of people. <laughs> hey, man, kill or be killed, right? I learned that in a rap video. That's how I know most of your culture, actually. Through <laughs> um, what? Rap videos. Oh, good. That's a freaking great tool. <laughs> tool, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like a civil war couldn't happen again. Like, that's sort of, like, it couldn't happen. No. No. It's impossible. Uh, Well, well, okay, in the States, specifically. (laughs) We we maybe. It'd be really hard to have a civil war. Like, it was sort of like, back in the day was, you know, pre-World War I, it was sort of this, war was sort of this, still a thing that you would do to solve an issue, right? Like, in, in a big country, you guys would, like, you know. Come to your senses, you wouldn't have a war. Maybe skirmishes, like small rebellion battles, but not a full scale divided war. Uh, but you're welcome to harbor yourself in Canada if it ever does happen. I will. Okay. We were actually
1: discussing that not too long ago. Me and my wife we were like, okay, where are we going when, you know, America just blows up?
0: Well, you got plenty of Canadian friends. And- we'll
1: see that. I, I do. I do have plenty of Canadian friends. However, I get the impression that just based on you know, people's overall mentalities, people are going to go to Canada far sooner than go to Mexico. And that scares me (laughs) because I feel like everybody would be going to Canada. Almost nobody would be going to Mexico unless they had to.
0: Yeah. Well, just for our American listeners, keep in mind that if you are thinking of coming up to Canada, um, guns, not a big thing here. Uh, Gay marriage, it's something that happens. And poutine is a pretty familiar dinner that you're going to have from time to time. So... And beaver tails as well. But beaver tails are delicious. Oh, wow. It's a pastry. It's not like a real tail. You okay.
1: Do, you do that right. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. Email us. Tell us how stupid we are. <laughs> or how stupid Ryan is. Or how no. Nah. No, we're not stupid. Tell us – give <laughs> us your thoughts. We will we'll, we will will we entertain all all callers, all emailers. Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. Uh we're also on the Twitter. I am at the lazy elephant on the Twitter and Ryan is at unhappy beaver. And we uh, we do often go back and forth.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: On some various things. <laughs> we're a brand new show. So give us feedback. We like reviews. Give us the five stars on iTunes. You can find me also at anhoursleep.com and Time Traveling Robots in Space, which is where I'm about to go to. Mm. And Ryan, I know you're at a couple places.
0: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at rmurphy um, and uh, gamersinpodcast.com and zombiesatemypodcast.com. Two great wonderful. shows that involve your favorite Canadian. Hopefully <laughs> your favorite. Well, yeah.
1: I don't know. Jim Carrey is pretty awesome. Second favorite then. Jim, Okay, Jim Carrey, Ryan Murphy. Yes. Wonderful. Pretty good. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Take care.
0: Later.